Do you know what time it is? It is self-love time, my friend. Hello, welcome back to episode five of Happily Mental. I'm Shayna. Thank you for coming back. I really appreciate it. We are going to have a chat today about boundaries and being overwhelmed and burnout and how to respect yourself enough to create boundaries and follow through with them. So I think the first step is to understand why people, like where people are coming from when they want so much of your energy. It's because you are an amazing person and they want to be around you. And it's up to you to set boundaries for yourself so that they don't take too much of your energy. Because I'm having to interact with people, and especially now, because we've been in this pandemic for a year, I've gotten used to and very comfortable with being by myself, and I love it so much. Especially with my job, I have to, like, talk to customers all day, and I uh, make my wages mainly off tips, so I'm having to be smiling and, like, engaged the whole entire shift. And I'd be exhausted. And then let's say after that, my friend said, hey, do you want to go out? And I had just finished a double shift, but I would be like, yeah, sure. Because I didn't want to let people down or like, you know, have you heard of FOMO, like fear of missing out? So you just say yes to everything because you don't want to like miss out on anything. And sometimes your friends won't help either where you'll say no. And then they'll be like, oh, come on. Like, you can do it. Come on out. You're going to miss out. Like, we want you to come out. And then you, you say, okay, fine, I'll go out. But back to my first point, that's not, you know, they don't mean anything bad by that. They genuinely want you to come out because they enjoy spending time with you. But you have to respect your own boundaries. And if you're too tired or you know that, like, it's going to completely empty your tank if you go do that one last thing, respect yourself enough to say no and have a night in by yourself. You know your body and you know what you need. So if you need some time, especially now that we're, you know, getting back into the swing of things and things are opening up in the world and we're ha- we're able to do more things, ease into it. Don't go full force because you will drain yourself completely. And it makes you feel physically sick. Like, I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning and if I haven't had enough sleep, I feel nauseous. Like, I feel so disoriented and, like, even hungover almost. If I don't get that time to myself to, like, re-energize, I'm so moody and, like, snippy with people. And I'll even get so emotional. I'll start crying just because, like, I am so overwhelmed. And, man, does it ever feel good when you stick to your boundaries? My friend was messaging our uh, group chat the other day how she met this guy that, like, works on their houses, I guess, in the area. And they were chatting. They hit it off. And then he showed up to her house unannounced, knocked on the door, and he, like, wouldn't um, accept her answer of, hey, I don't want to answer the door right now. Like, I'm, you know, just woke up or whatever. Like, I'll text you in a bit. Sorry, I can't. I don't want to open the door right now. Whatever the fact is, is if you say to somebody, hey, I, this is really unexpected. I can't do this right now. And they're, like, pushing you to do it anyways stand your ground and see how good you feel because she did and she was she felt so empowered and I even felt empowered just by hearing the story and I'm so proud of her and I'm so happy that she's at a point where she can do that and it can be really discouraging um in relationships I've I've pretty much got it down pat now with relationships with setting boundaries for me for myself and like 
I hear a lot from people when I tell them about, you know, little parts of my past relationships. Well, every guy does that, or you're not going to find a guy that doesn't do that, whatever it may be. But like, I, you know, I don't want to settle and I'm so happy being by myself. So why would I settle to be in a relationship when I'm completely fine and happy by myself? And it is really discouraging sometimes because, you know, I get into a relationship. I really like this guy. And then I find myself ignoring red flags and ignoring boundaries. If I don't agree with some of the things that you do or say or live by, which is really important to me now, then I'm going to tell you and there's no need for it to continue. I don't think I respected myself enough to have to create those boundaries and know what those boundaries even were. Like, do you even know what your boundaries are? Have you even thought about that? Because another thing that I learned at a young age from my mom and her friends and our neighbors, uh, I learned through her was that we had very nosy neighbors <laughs> and uh, they would ask my mom, you know, a billion and one questions. And after a while, my mom was like, okay, I don't need to answer all of these. So she would just be like, oh, good. You? Okay, well, see you later. You don't need to spill your guts to everyone. You are your own gatekeeper to your life. Whatever you do and do not want to share, that is completely up to you. And it is totally okay. With um, my public speaking about psychosis and my experience with psychosis, I pick and choose what I say during each speech and I base that on my audience so for example when I speak to high school students I don't go too much in depth with like um the delusions and hallucinations that I had because I don't want to like traumatize them but I'll focus more on the weed aspect and like you know if you're gonna try something start off small and you know be cautious and do your research and be careful because this might this is what might happen. And you might be thinking, oh, well, maybe you should probably be telling them not to do it at all. And you're right. I should tell them that. But here's the thing. They're going to do it anyways. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like, hopefully not. Like, I don't say try it. I don't enforce it. But I'm just saying if you're the type of person that thinks you might want to try one day and then I hand out a lovely little pamphlet I have a presentation I say here are the effects this is what happened to me um with the family support groups also they can get a lot you know the questions can get more intense because you know it's their loved ones that they're focusing on so they'll ask me like oh what my vacation were you on and how long were you on it and how long were you in the hospital and like I say to them at the beginning you can ask me questions but please don't be offended if I don't answer them because I, it, this is my personal experience and everyone's experience is different. So please do not take what I'm saying as this is going to happen or not going to happen to your child. Every situation is different. And like for the nursing students, I do focus more on the psychosis part of it and the mental illness part rather than the, the addictions part because they are normally who I speak to are placement students that are in the psych wards dealing with those type of patients. So I focus more on what I liked and disliked about my experience in the hospital. And I know that I am the gatekeeper to my life and whatever I don't want to share, I confidently say, I don't feel comfortable sharing that with you. I hope you understand.
Boundaries are really important. And I think we forget that we don't owe anyone anything. But for the most part, I know that if me personally, if I get too stressed out or if I put too much on my plate, I have that risk of maybe not going into a full-blown psychosis, but, you know, going deeper into something that I would rather not. So for right now, I'm, you know, working three days a week and I'm doing my schooling. So that's enough for me that I can work and not feel overwhelmed, especially with doing the podcast too. I have to, you know, keep a few days free to do that. Oh, do you? Okay. You know, when you're on a plane and they're like, put your gas mask on first and then help the person beside you, you need to take care of yourself first before you can go help other people. So if you need to take some alone time before you go running around town helping everyone else, it's okay to be a little selfish sometimes because it's so important. You are the main character of your own story. I know that's so cliche to say. Everyone's saying it these days, but it's so true. You live, you're living for you. And if people aren't going to respect that and they're expecting you to do things for them over yourself when you have things that you need to do for yourself first, then, you know, they're, they're in that friendship for the wrong reason. But yeah, but like, when are we all going to realize that everyone's their own person? Like, why do you, why do you want to put people in the same box? Because it's more comfortable for you to look at or listen to. Some people like to wear, you know, their hair in rainbow colors and wear frilly tutu skirts every day. And they can do that because that's how they express themselves. I spent a lot of time wearing gray, white, and black clothes and holding my thoughts in and filtering what I say and trying to act normal. I used to absorb everything from my day-to-day real life to social media and I would try and create this person that fit that perfect mold of who society wants me to be or wants us to be but like when are we just gonna let people do whatever they want to do and I think 2021 is that time like I (laughs) I don't care anymore like I am so silly now and I love it I love making people laugh even if it makes me, if I look dumb now, and I used to be so self-conscious, I have a double chin, people, and I literally would take a billion pictures until I looked the teeny tiniest that I could possibly be, but I would get so embarrassed if someone would come up to me in public and be like, oh my god, you spoke to, I heard your speech about mental health. I'd feel awkward because, you know, a lot of my friends and family didn't know what I went through and like my speeches was kind of like my little secret because no one really knew about it but here I am now doing this damn podcast who knows who would hear this I'm sure there are some people that have came across this and like judged me for it but I literally could care less I do not care and I genuinely am saying that because of all the people that have reached out to me and that I could possibly help in the future and that I've already helped I love it I love talking to you I'm not very good at like having conversations with people in real life. So this is kind of nice because I can sit here and just ramble and not feel nervous or awkward. I can just, you know, say whatever I want to say. The reason why my episode was so short last week was because I kept 
cutting out a bunch of parts that I was talking about because I didn't think that anyone would care to hear it. And I've been working with energy and like crystals lately and it's intense. I don't want to do anything wrong. You never know. <laughs> but one of the things that I try and do is just give out so much love and just spread it because there's so much hate in the world and we don't need any more of that. If someone's in pain or upset or hurting, I send them my Care Bear love is what I say. It sounds so lame, but I like it. So I went to a medium when my ex passed away with his mom, the first one we ever went to, and I asked her, how do you not take all of this home with you at the end of the day? Like, how do you do this job when you're hearing these stories about, you know, people's loved ones that have passed away and these, like, really heavy stories? How do you go home and, you know, not carry that around with you? And she told me to imagine everyone's story like a book on a shelf in a library and when she goes into work she walks into the library and she opens you know the client's book and at the end of the day she has this pile of books open in the middle of the room and what she does she picks each one up in her mind and she puts it back on the shelf closes them and puts them back and then she walks out of the library and then she goes home because they are not they are not her stories to keep so if you are someone like me who talks to people about, you know, deep issues, dives into deep things with people on a really emotional level, imagine yourself putting their book back on the shelf. Don't carry that around with you. And I think we can get very deep into that too if you have a friend that's confiding in you and, you know, just laying it all out on you like that you can carry that around with you and it can feel like it's your stress or your sadness but it's not yours it's theirs just imagine yourself closing all of that up and putting it back on the shelf because it's not yours to carry around and if you're someone that is going through a hard time and you're you know venting to someone don't feel bad about it it's really good to get it out maybe maybe you could use that too and say look I'm gonna close my book now and put it back on the shelf I hope you don't carry on this stress all day or something like that I don't know I always feel bad after I've been to someone I'm like oh so sorry I let the little bit out on you but it's good to get it out you gotta get it all out I posted an Instagram story the other day and it was like this person had a big you know, scramble of ideas and thoughts above their head, and then it shows them writing it down on a piece of paper, and then the huge, like, scramble bubble cloud above their head was on the piece of paper. It's so true. That's kind of, like, what I'm doing right now is I'm telling all, telling you all these things, and I'm getting it off of my chest. So whatever it is, whether you want to, like, type in a laptop document or, you know, write in a journal or even do a voice recording like this or talk to a friend, just get it out. It's not healthy to hold everything in you know, do something because holding it all in is not healthy and that can lead to burnout too. Even if you're not doing anything all day, like I don't know about you, but even though we've been in this pandemic and, you know, not being able to do half the things we usually are, I still feel exhausted and I'm barely doing anything, but it's just emotionally exhausting. You get a lot more time to think nowadays and sit with your thoughts and you know, overanalyze things. 
but we got to stop taking things so seriously and stop worrying about everyone else. If, you know, a dude's wearing a dress, don't shit on him for it. Like, what do you care? What do you care? What is the meaning of manly anyways? Oh, that could get me so heated, that topic. I heard someone talking on TikTok yesterday and she was like, you know, the people who don't get enough credit by men. <laughs> Toxic masculinity? Never heard of them. <laughs> Like, why, why do you care so much about what other people think? Just do you, focus on you, and, you know, feel confident in who you are and work on yourself and take time to do that. Like I said in the last episode, like, any time that you spend working on yourself is not wasted time and so admirable. Like, if someone, if I was like, hey, what'd you do today? And someone said to me, I had a me day. I took it to work on myself. Oh, my God, I'd be so proud. It's such a good thing to do. Well, I'm coming to the end of the episode, but I just want to see if there's anything else that I have in here. If anyone knows a lot about, like, crystals and things, please help me out. I'll let, read you a list of some of the crystals, or all of the crystals, actually, that I have. I just got some new ones, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't even know if I'm, you know, using them correctly or if there is a right way to use them. Okay, so I have... I don't even know how to say this word. I need to, like, ask Siri how to pronounce it. Hey Siri, hmm? how do I pronounce blue lace A-G-A-T-E? Okay, I found this on the web for how do I pronounce blue lace agate. Check it out. Agate. Thank you. Okay, so I have blue lace agate. Thank you, Siri. It says it's a calming stone. I have smoky quartz, which says removing negative energy. I have rose quartz, which is for love and compassion. Love could even mean self-love, not just external love for other people. Citrine, which aids in manifestation and wealth, which I bring to work with me. Green opal, which helps with grief. Uh, selenite, which cleanses itself and gives clarity, so it's supposed to cleanse the other crystals. And I have moldavite, which... Uh, says it discovers your true self so moldavite is actually supposed to like rip out all the negative and unneeded things in your life to make room for good things i've only had it for a few days now so i haven't really noticed anything i also have a really really tiny piece of it but if you know anything about crystals or anything about any of those uh ones that i listed please help me because i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> but it's fun and i like a little, little new hobby for me to do so but I highly recommend trying out the boundaries thing. And I'm sure there's a lot that I've forgotten about or that I haven't touched on. But hopefully this will get, you know, the wheels turning for you. And just remember that you are important. I think it really stems from self-respect and knowing that you are worth more than you're giving yourself. Thank you for listening to this week's ramble on boundaries. And I will see you next week.